This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. Well, A Naturalist's Guide to the Reptiles and Amphibians of New Zealand is a long title for a book, but it's a beautiful book, and uh, uh, we're lucky enough to be able to talk uh, about it this morning with author and photographer Samuel Purdy, who joins us in the studio now. Samuel Morena, great to have you with us. Morena, thank you so much for having me. Um, one of the things that strikes me about this new book um, uh, is not only its beauty as a as a, as a as an item, but the fact that there are 141 reptile and amphibian species covered all from uh, in New Zealand here. I, I would imagine, Sam, when you have discussions with people, most of them say, I can't believe there's that many. Nor, nor, nor could I. When I was young, I hadn't even seen a native lizard uh, growing up in Rotorua. And so naturally, when I found out that we had over 125 species of lizards alone it's, it's just mind-boggling and they're not just these small brown skinks we have humongous skinks that are 30 centimeters long and we have skinks that are bright green that live on cliff faces tell us about um what got you here um you know growing up as a child did you have a, a, an interest in the natural world yes yep yep i've always been very passionate and enthusiastic about the natural world uh but i was always looking at reptiles on the television and in books and not those that belong to new zealand i wasn't i just wasn't aware of the amazing creatures that we had here um, in terms of reptiles and amphibians so again when i found out that we had these amazing things it was just so profound profound enough to steer your education as well tell us about that well i actually i actually found out about our reptiles and amphibians after uh going through university there was only within the past sort of four years that i actually appreciated just how special the reptiles and amphibians that we have are I, obviously i knew about tuatara and knew that we had those and they're magnificent but i didn't realize we had so many different lizards so what uh, what role do you play uh, outside of authoring this book w- what is your work at the moment so currently i'm at the university of otago i'm doing a master's of science uh, in wildlife management and i'm working with alpine geckos but i also do a bit of sort of herpetology work for doc and a few other organizations herpetology herpetologists explain the term it's the study of reptiles and amphibians there you go uh, so um completely appropriate that you should be behind this project uh, uh, where did you start with it? Where did I start? Yeah, where was the starting point for even the idea of putting a book together? Oh, well, someone basically approached me. Uh, this guy Oscar had just recently done a naturalist guide to the birds of New Zealand, and they wanted to expand the series, and so he spoke to me, and I was very keen. I've always been very pro-creating resources to help make knowledge accessible, and I absolutely love reptiles, so I thought it'd be a great challenge for myself and a cool way to put out some more resources. So you can't do this alone. Clearly you're calling on the expertise of people what right across the country? Yes, yep, yep. So I'm fortunate enough to know a whole bunch of other herpetologists, and many of them have been very kind enough to read through my work, offer suggestions. I've read through many, many different scientific papers and previous uh, resources to inform this book when we look at the book it's full of beautiful color photographs that would help obviously with identification for anybody who's um who's using the book for in a practical sense Uh, and we have more of the story of each of these wonderful creatures uh and so you're partly responsible for the photography in this book but not solely yes yep so i've tried to take as many photos as i can but just 
I only had about a year to produce this thing and I had other plans during that year so there's some species I just wasn't able to photograph myself and there were some species that I just had to ask for images from. But did necessarily mean that you needed to travel around the country I presume? Yes, yep, there's certainly a bit of travel involved, yeah. (laughs) And into what kind of landscapes? All sorts, really. Uh, many, many mountains climbed. Yep, uh, and a lot of that was during work that I was already doing. So up in Fiordland or the west coast, all these different places, way up in the mountains. Lots of late nights looking for critters, and then some of them were actually captive animals that I photographed. Most of us will be aware that uh, that in the wild, at least, these creatures do their very best not to be seen. Uh, <laughs> any particular challenges around that? Yep, uh, some of them uh, can be very tricky to find, and there were some species that I tried to look for but was unsccessful at doing so. One in particular, the striped skink, this remarkably elusive lizard from the North Island. Searched several different locations for that, and, but was unsuccessful. But hopefully one day I find one of them. <laughs> Don't expect you to give me the numbers on this, but out of the 141, uh, what is your sense of um, you know the state of the population? So are we talking about many that are proliferating and others that aren't how how would you describe that unfortunately most of new zealand's reptiles and amphibians are at risk or threatened with extinction there's 10 species that are considered nationally critical this means that they are this close they're very close to being extinct in the wild basically and we don't know a lot about some of these animals and but we, we understand a little bit about the population trends and it's just been declining over time. There's about 50 species, I believe, 40, 50 species that are threatened with extinction. So these are things that are endangered, nationally vulnerable, and they're also not doing great. And then another 50 to 70, I think it is, that are at risk of extinction. So unfortunately, our reptiles and amphibians, most of them aren't doing great at all. So you would hope that part of what comes out of a project like this is a raised awareness of that? 100%. I think it's uh, so important to show beautiful photos and tell stories about these animals to get people caring because there's more that people can be doing the biggest threats that these challenge that these animals face are introduced mammalian predators so rats cats stoats ferrets weasels all the rest and habitat modification these are the two biggest challenges they face and if people become aware of these creatures and realize how amazing they are then we might be able to do more to protect them when you talk about stories let's talk about the written content in the book what have you tried to cover there so basically it's a field guide so i I want it to be useful for someone who doesn't know anything about lizards but also herpetologists and so far I think I've done that um, and so it's got enough information where you can go into the field and go oh, I think we're working with this species here now there are some species we just don't know enough about them and I've basically had to say we don't know enough about the species but this might be a way that you can tell it apart but I've also tried to weave in uh, a lot of inspiration because uh, it's I, these animals are remarkable, and I really want to. Although I've had to keep it super concise and compact, I've I've tried to express just how fantastic these animals are. So, who is this book for? Anyone, anyone that is interested in scaly creatures or wants to learn more about scaly creatures. There's a lot of technical terms in there, but these have all been explained in the introduction. But basically, anyone that's interested in wildlife. It's very much a book that you can pop in your day pack, right? Yep, yep. Uh, yeah, it's, it's the size of it is great. I had another field guide, and I love that one, but I'm often going on very intrepid journeys, and but tricky to pack into my bag. <laughs> Was this um, the first of its type in this field, or are there are there other works? Yep, so there's, there's two other major field guides in recent times, and those ones were fantastic, and they've 
paved a you know I've, I've very heavily referred to those field guides and they're, they're wonderful too but because we've been discovering so many new things about our reptiles very quickly these resources become out of date you've mentioned um some they've proved elusive to, to spot in the field um during the sort of journey of yours can you recall any particular moments where um you know you were just completely delighted to be doing what what you were doing or discovering what you were discovering honestly almost almost every time i i feel very fortunate that i'm able to work with these animals uh, they're astonishing creatures and if you speak to anyone that I, I know every time I see a species that I haven't seen before, it's just it's just sheer joy. These things are so gorgeous, and we know so little about them, and it's it's just a thrill to find any of these amazing creatures. We're fortunate in this part of the country um, to to have you know several species. Um, you would have no doubt spent at least some time at the Orokinu Eco Sanctuary, and uh, the skinks there sunning themselves on the rocks. Yep, yep. So um, I actually do a bit of work at Orokinui, and those huge skinks that you'll see there in the pen those are otago skinks they're not historically known from dunedin but uh not too far away mccray's flat and unfortunately those skinks only occupy about eight percent of their former distribution they're an endangered species and so it's cool that we have the model canoe to show off these amazing animals yeah speaking of of, of those kinds of locations uh you know i was just happened to be um, catching up on on a Facebook post of a friend recently, and that friend had been working on stonewalling and 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 those environments, um, pulling an older stone wall apart to repair it and rebuild. Um, those kinds of works uh, are, are really important, aren't they? They had to take great care to um, be aware of the skinks that were populating that that brick wall because, I mean, that's pretty much like a a perfect home environment for an animal like that. Uh, With continued development in these areas, is that one of our concerns that we need to be very mindful every time we take on a project of what might be there? Yep, yep, definitely. And there's a full full resource management process that's involved in that and that's what many herpetologists most of their work is comprised of it's doing land development projects where we know that there's a special special critter that lives in this area or there's one that's just you know not as particularly special but all of our native lizards are protected under the wildlife act and if you are destroying their habitat it's important that you do everything you can to mitigate that and help these animals is this the end of this project for you, the publication of the book? Um, when you say the end of the project, what exactly? Well, is this a living book? I mean, obviously, from time to time, there's going to be need to you're going to need to update. There's some information there that you've um, you know you've already said might be a little bit elusive. Still, some work to do. I, I definitely think so. If, uh, if the book's successful enough and enough people like it and buy it, hopefully we'll do a reprint at some point and then I'll be able to update all the information and include all these new discoveries. And Love to see yeah. it in every New Zealand home <laughs> and around batches and so forth around the place. It's a, you know, apart from anything else, a great little coffee table book as yep. well. You can pick them, just have a flick through and have a, a look at these amazing photographs and learn a little bit more. What about uh, in terms of your own work beyond the um, beyond the book? What uh, What's... Obviously, your studies are important. What areas are you working in now? Yep, so at the moment, I'm just focused on my master's thesis. I need to really knuckle down and get that finished. And then once I've done that, my uh, my freedom will open up a bit and hopefully I'll be able to pursue some other things, possibly some full-time work. We'll yeah, see. And, and what do you hope that that might be? Oh, 
<laughs> possibly I'd like to get a full-time herpetology role at some point um, but I think I might do a bit of travel next year go see some critters around the world or see a bit more of Aotearoa Samuel Purdy, we were talking about uh, the Naturalist Guide to Reptiles and Amphibians of New Zealand. Uh, where can we find this book? So most major bookstores will have it, uh, Whitcalls, Paper Plus, and you can also find it online. Sam, it's been great to talk. Thank you for sharing your passion for this project with us. Thanks for all the hard work that you and, and others have uh, put into creating what is an essential guide, um, uh, perhaps not only for those who are specifically interested in, in reptiles and amphibians, but those who care uh, about caring for um, all creatures in this beautiful country of ours. We appreciate the time you've taken to join us here on ORFM. Thank you so much for having me. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air.